Despite his frightening and awful reputation, Vash turned out to be more of a regular guy than you would have thought. Reality check, Meryl. The attitude of yours gets all the oddball jobs, working with dangerous slime. It's great that you're so competent and willing, but if you keep risking your life out there, I'm afraid there's no way you'll ever achieve womanly happiness. Excuse me, is this social time, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. He's no mere mortal. He's Bill! Hi. Hi, how's it going today? Doing good. Good, good to hear. He'll whack you, mister. It's Josh. He's quiet. It's Josh. He's too quiet. I don't trust that. He's kind of staring off in the... Did you, did you make him swallow the nut cage? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Is it like wrapped around his uvula right now, and that's why he can't talk? Is that why he's making that that universal like gesture that he's choking? He has a giant scrotum shaped uvula. Yeah, he does. Have you ever looked really close to his uvula? Like just like like look down his throat. No, I haven't. Oh, okay, well, anywho, and I today. I'm going to school you. My name is Andy, and uh, we're going to talk about some awesome, cool, awesome shit today. Well, two of us are. Well, yeah, one of us is. is we're going to have to. He's going to find the key. We're going to have to give, yeah, <laughs> give him a nice like whack on the back or something. Uh, but yeah, today we're going to talk about Trigon episode 19, Hang Fire. Uh, but before we get there, as always, we're going to start with our nerd news segment, Bill. Hi. Hi. You got any nerd news for us? Does Taco Bell count? Uh, I guess it, we could start with it. Go ahead. I ate the naked chicken chips. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. What now? <laughs> Is that legal? Yes. Okay. Uh, what What are naked chicken chips? A misnomer. All right. Well, I, it's Taco Bell. Uh, so I I already knew that. I swear their R&D department is just high as fuck uh-huh. all the time. Uh-huh. Well, what, what is it this time? They are flat mm-hmm. chicken nuggets in triangle shapes, All served right. with nacho cheese. Okay, so so flat. So, like, how flat are we talking? Are we talking, like, potato chip flat? No. Like, like a sixteenth of an inch, maybe? Okay. I mean, they're not really flat. How do they taste? Are They do they, they taste like chicken nuggets. They do? Like, yeah. Okay, interesting. Dipped Andy's... in nacho cheese. Okay, alright. How much How much does that run? Uh, like, a, a, a thing of those. I got the $5 box. Uh-huh. So I got a drink, a uh, burrito, a taco, and like eight of those. Oh, that's not that bad, really. Yeah, no, that's it really not wasn't. bad at all. I mean, no. I mean, excited for the diarrhea you have later, but it'll like, make a turd. Well, you know, it'll make something. Uh, so that's that's an interesting way to start. Uh, Josh, you got anything? He seems like he does, but let's move on. Okay. I, okay. Wow. All right. It's, it's kind of freaking me out. Uh, hey, I got something. One of my all-time favorite movies is getting a Netflix series, and I'm really stoked about it. Can you guess which one? Dark Crystal. 
You're so, I, I you're, saw this. Ah, you're so good at this. Yes, the Dark Crystal, Jim Henson's Dark Crystal, is getting a prequel series on Netflix, and there actually is a teaser trailer out there that you can get on Google and find. So a whole another generation of kids you can get this fuck scared out of them by Skeksis. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the prequel is going to be called The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, and it will be uh, setting to air on Netflix. They don't have a specific date set yet, but it's going to feature director uh, Louis Lettier, who is uh, famous for Now You See Me and for The Incredible Hulk. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he is going to do with that. The president of Netflix had this to say about it. He said, quote, The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance will combine the art of puppetry perfected by the Jim Henson Company with Lewis's vision, powerful storytelling, and a mix of cutting-edge digital imagery and visual effects. I can't wait for families around the world to see how uh, how we bring these unique characters to life. So it sounds like they are going to use some practical puppetry. Yeah, I saw... I don't think it was a teaser trailer necessarily. Mm-hmm. I saw something too. And they showed a lot of the puppetry being sculpted and drawn out. And yeah. So I mean, I'm a sucker for practical effects. We all know this. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely interested to see what they do with a prequel. There was a comic series that I bought that was a kind of a prequel-y sort of thing and went back into some of the, the history kind of leading into the Dark Crystal. It was a lot of fun to kind of read. So I wonder if they'll pull from that as some source material or if it's all going to be its own original stuff. They're just going to rip off all those stories that were sent in. <laughs> yeah, including including mine that made the top 25. Oh, that's my consolation prize for, for not getting paid, apparently. Oh, hopefully not. You're going to be not. so mad. Oh, oh, if I see any of those characters that I made, I'm going to be really, really mad. It's like that time that we watched the when when Ray was watching um, X Files and the opening was basically Progenix Labs, right? Uh, right. Yeah, so there was. I that. watched it too, and I was like, "Whoa, okay, this is kind of creepy." So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I uh, will be kind of keeping my eye out to uh, see when exactly it's going to drop. But I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. It should be, hopefully, a ton of fun. Uh, I think you've got some more nerd news. We just uh, got done playing some of your nerd news. Oh, yeah, I got Injustice 2. Yeah, that just, that just dropped this week, right? Yes, it dropped on Tuesday, I think. Yeah, so um, you want to explain the Injustice series, I guess, now, since there's a sequel? Uh, Superman went nuts after Lois Lane got killed, and all the superheroes and some of the villains had their own little DC version of Civil War. There you go. And they've turned that into a video game and it Actually is... the, the I think the Injustice game was first. Oh really? I, I always thought so. I always thought that that came later. No, I think the game came first and then they made the graphic novel based on that. Huh. That's interesting. I guess that makes sense like some backwards marketing kind of in a way. Yeah, yeah, I mean they wanted to do a game with superheroes beating the piss out of each other. Uh-huh. So they figured out a way to make that work. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And then just marketed stuff to it. Yeah, so the people who have played Injustice 1 but haven't played Injustice 2, what would you say would be some of the draws getting Injustice 2 if they've already played one. The character roster, for sure. Okay. I was already thinking about getting it, Mm -hmm. and then I heard Swamp Thing was in it. Ah, You you know your love for Swamp Thing. I love Swamp Thing. Uh Uh-huh. Any other notable characters in there? Um, They added Atrocitus, the the Red Lantern. Yep. Catwoman was in the old one, but she's still Mm -hmm. in it. Um, They added Sheeta. Yep. I don't think she was in the last one. Uh, Captain Cold, which I think is just as a tie-in to that 
Heroes of Tomorrow? Yeah, I believe so. I'm trying to think what some of the other ones... I think ones. Supergirl was new. Supergirl, Cyborg was, was I think... Is Cyborg I think, new? I think Cyborg might be new. The uh, new Robin in there. Yeah, Damian Wayne. Yeah, who's wielding a sword, and it's really weird. So yeah, no, there's that. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm, I still haven't quite grokked the battle system 100%. Yeah, there's a super power system. Yeah. Circle activates your power. Mm-hmm. And there, there's a lot of... Sim- it's simply a buff. Yeah. Uh, Superman, his arms go red. Mm-hmm. He hits harder, I think. Probably. I have no idea what Swamp Thing does. Just some flowers pop up behind him. And then there are some really unique ones. Yeah. Harley hollers for the hyenas to come charging mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Cold will charge up his gun. He'll mm-hmm. tinker with it, make it more and more powerful. Yes. Pretty uh, pretty neat system. Uh, and Wonder Woman has a rotating series of buffs based on different weapons mm-hmm. and the gods that she calls out to. So yeah, very, in general, very unique. Yeah, and it seems like they add a lot of uh, interesting customization options with the characters now. Yeah, you get gear, mm-hmm. which has different looks to them. Yeah. You get shaders, they call them, which is a color palette for the character. Right. And then some of those shaders are actually alternate skins. Mm-hmm. Like Cheetah has a Vixen skin. Yeah. Green Lantern has a Jon Stewart skin. And Captain Cold has a Mr. Freeze skin. Nice. Which which makes perfect sense, honestly. Yeah, I'd much rather have Mr. Freeze than Captain Cold. I think most people would, honestly, except for the the few, you know, diehards out there, so. Flash fans. Yeah, Flash fans, exactly. Uh, So, yeah, that's the, uh, that's, that's Injustice 2. Definitely go check that out if you're a fan of fighting games or just DC. Um, I think it's worth the money, honestly. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I mean, I used my gift certificate to get it. Yep, absolutely. So I got it at a discount. Yep. And the guy at the store was nice enough to throw in the pre-order dark side mm-hmm. code. Mm-hmm. So you can get that extra character. Yeah, so I basically got 20 bucks off because that right. would have been, been the, download yeah. probably. Mm-hmm. More than likely. That's Injustice Dose. Uh, I don't think I have anything else as far as nerd news this week. Kind of a slow week for me with regards to nerd news. Uh, last week, again, we, we did an episode of Pokemon Generations, so hopefully the fans enjoyed that. And uh, this week we'd have episode 19, Hang Fire. And after this one, we've got only... What, seven more episodes of Trigon to get through? I believe so, yeah. Pretty crazy. Shall we get to the episode? I believe this week is... We're back to you, right? It is. Now let's hurry up because Josh is, looks like he's about to get that thing off. Yeah, I think he's... Uh, yep, he is about getting it out of there. So uh, let's get to the review. We open on the shot, hitting the moon and blowing a hole in it. Oh, good old Vash and his crazy arm. This is, of course, a dream Meryl's having. Oh! <gasps> Did you say Meryl? Yes. Do you know what that means? Oh, God. Millie's somewhere nearby. <laughs> yeah, wow. And she's then rudely awakened by... <gasps> Karen. Ah, oh, fucking Karen. Damn it, Karen. God damn it, Karen. That bitch, Karen. You have to be such a bitch. I wrote that in my notes. Karen is a bitch. I did, too. <laughs> and also poorly voice acted. Yeah. So to the, the point where I'm not even going to. So the guy was there, too. And the guy that was, like, talking and asking questions was, like, completely terribly voice yeah. acted as well. Weird, yeah. Weirdo, weirdo Mark. Yeah, Weirdo Mark. Mark. Oh. Weirdo Mark. Oh. God damn it, Mark. Karen does turn her snark on him. She does. Her snark is like is on point. Right. She sounds like a bad valley girl reject. <laughs> yeah. She's like, hey, Meryl, like, you're like sleeping on the job again. How can you not be fired? Why, get get why? Puppet her son back, Karen. <laughs> you, you, you keep going on about that Sky Vash. I think you have the Stockholm Syndromes. <laughs> Syndromes? Yes. Well, then she... Uh, she gets all bitchy that Meryl gets weird jobs because of her attitude. And then she says, you'll never find womanly happiness that way. What does that mean? She's a slut. Oh, okay. 
Anyway, the chief shows up and breaks up the social and gives Meryl some news off screen. Mm-hmm. Yay! And she runs off like crazy to get Millie. <gasps> Millie's cleaning windows, guys! Punitively. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, she got in trouble. She did. For being late 20 days in a row. Uh-huh. I don't know about I don't know about you guys. If I was late twenty days in a row, I'd be fired. They have a new assignment, and that is to head to Little Jersey to find Vash. <laughs> Little Jersey. I like <laughs> Oh God. I like I like that when we get to Little Jersey later, the quote is this place is really falling apart. And I'm like, Yep, sounds like Jersey to me. <laughs> yeah, ever since uh Jersey Shore. Oh. Me wants new snoo. God no. No. Uh, I don't know. Fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> We're going. Smurfs, Smurfs. Snorkly Smurfs, Smurfs. Smurfs, Smurfs. That's what it was. Smurfs. It's a Snooky. What is it? I don't know, but it's supposed to be really famous. <laughs> Meryl claims that she isn't happy. It's just a job. And after some stuff with Karen being condescending, I think. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, the girls head on a bus from uh, from a big city. Which is weird, since this is actually a metropolis, like New York or... Something. Maybe like St. Louis being the gateway to the West. Yeah, I feel like this is like the one place where there's like really heavy amounts of like civilization. Considering Vash blew up cities of comparable size. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that he they were comparable to this, though. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they didn't seem to have, like, paved roads and skyscrapers. Okay, they, and... they did comment that July was one of the seven cities. Well, yeah. maybe, maybe July, so, okay. Maybe there yeah, are the July seven cities that are big. So. I don't know. Anyway. We cut over to Hank Hill trying to wake up Vash and Wolfwood. <laughs> okay. I didn't really think of all that, right. but all right. So how, how did that line go again, Bill? You two the boys have been whacking off in my tool shed. <laughs> it's written right here. <laughs> if you're dead, say something. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> to which Vash goes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and Senpai goes. <laughs> no, that's the, other, that's the other way around. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I know, I, I, I know, I know that we have yet to have an artist come through for us yet with a drawing, but please, someone draw a Beavis and Butthead, Vash the Stampede, and Wolfwood. Please, that would be great. Please, I would love that. We know somebody that draws a lot of Beavis and Butthead we might be able to commission. That would be amazing. So they ride in the back of Hank's truck and argue over whose fault it was. <laughs> uh, Vash's bad luck or Wolfwood's lack of basic maintenance. We get our first instance of Needle Nog in here. Yay! I don't Senpai remember that being a named thing. Him. Yeah, I think. I mean, I, I think it becomes a thing a little bit. It does. Wolfwood does call Vash a needle noggin dick. every now and then, like two or three more times throughout the series. Not needle dick noggin. <laughs> needle noggin. Thank you. Needle dick noggin. Dick noggin. Dick noggin. Anyway, Hank decides he's sick of their arguing and tells them to shut up or get out. It's like a road trip with uh, the three of us. Me and Andrew are arguing. You tell us to shut the fuck up, or else you're gonna wrap the car around a pole. No, I said, be quiet or I'll turn this car right over. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that that was what it was. Uh, they choose to shut up, and he asks where they're headed, which they can't agree on. Yeah, we get Kansas and a new Oregon, which is interesting, because before, all the cities were named after, like, months. Right. And now, all of a sudden, we have all of these cities that are named after Earth cities. Am I missing something here? Cities like, or like, states? Or... Is, is July and August, are all these connections to like old timey roman cities or something that i'm forgetting or like i know I, that, like the roman calendar so like i don't know yes sir you look like you want to say something or he's got a pee are they gonna take the new oregon trail that was not worth that oh good Lord, um man. that joke died of dysentery <laughs> okay that was worth it wolfwood wants to go to kansas to look into disappearances right and vash wants to head to new oregon 
without much explanation as to why. why they yeah, were. he just something about like missing people in Kansas. He just wants. Yeah, they said there's dis- disappearances in Kansas. And oh I guess God. Bash just wants to. Is it get... because there was a twister? Damn it! I was gonna go there. <laughs> cow. Mm-hmm. Another cow. <laughs> oh yeah. Witch on a broom. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Fly monkey. Back in Little Jersey, uh, they had some trouble, and Vash came to help, wrecking the city in the process. <laughs> I love that one of my favorite lines here is that when they're trying to like explain, like, "Oh, yep, that was a humanoid typhoon," the guy's like, "Seriously." And he says, yeah, he was weeping and eating piles of donuts at the same time and holding up a crude drawing of Vash crying and eating donuts. donuts. Yep. It was is, amazing. Which is really great. I was going to get that tattooed on my ass, but then oh my God. you talked me out of it. Don't you remember? I don't remember that. Yeah, we were really drunk. I, I definitely would not have talked you out of that. I Yeah, that would have been quite the adventure. Millie comes in having found out Vash's location from the satellite. Yep. Yay, satellite. Which we don't actually get an explanation if that's a sat phone or a satellite radio nope. or... We're just left to wonder. And rambles off heading and speed. Yep. I was going to say it was Tesla's electronic transmission towers. Which here is a moment I, I enjoyed, which was, that's more than I needed to know. She's, I know, and just keeps talking. <laughs> <laughs> that is a pretty good line. I, I must have missed it that It sounds one. like something you would say to me, and I would just respond that way. We cut to a dark room. <gasps> <gasps> so, okay, hold on. We got to actually get this straight. Okay. The day before yesterday, mm-hmm. all of the Polo but the fourth son, Slater, left town. So Johnny Polo. Slater Polo. Oh, Slater Polo. Okay. Okay. Also, a shuttle going to New Oregon. Okay. The Polo family can't have their way. That's all the information we get. Okay, and, and yeah, I mean, it is confusing, but I mean, as the episode goes on, we do get little bits more to kind of make sense of it, but yeah. Yeah, but we a got a real here. heavy bullet point of like, here's a bunch of unconnected information. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. I will agree with you on that. This this episode does not do well. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll jump ahead a little bit here in saying this episode has a lot of problems. <laughs> no, it does. Absolutely. It, there is a serious flow issue. And it's, absolutely. And it is. Which it does not. Why we're having such a full problem. Yes. Back it, to New Oregon. Yay. The radio guy is talking about typhoons, which I don't <laughs> think actually happened in the desert. I have to I have to read these lines. They're okay, they're go the ahead. greatest. This guy, he says, Shut up and listen! Which is a great way to start any radio broadcast, by the way. Howard Stern did it. Well, fair. Did See, he? More or less. No, I'm saying, like, literally, we should start doing that. I love that. <laughs> Shut up and listen. Uh, today, I'm going to school you people. Today's lesson is about typhoons. Since you're a prof- professional wrestler that used to be called the tugboat. What? And then he fell through a wall, right? Shockmaster. Shockmaster. He says, today's lesson is about typhoons. Since you probably don't know, here I go. A typhoon is a little phenomenon where the wind blows like crazy and carries your kids and houses off to the sky. Her name is Jacqueline, and this lovely young lady has come to wipe you out. What the fuck? This dude. Sounds like an ex-girlfriend of mine. I think typhoons have to happen over the ocean, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, he's just talking about a windstorm. A cyclone? A hurricane, maybe? Maybe Maybe a straight inline wind? It, well, we get in the next episode, little spoiler for next time, we we get a little bit of this fallout for the in the next episode. Yeah, what what the typhoon does. Yeah, and right. what it is. And, and to me that seems more like a hurricane which also seemed to happen at least start over water. Yeah. This is more so like I don't know a, how a like a gigantic tornado. I feel like a tornado dust storm like yeah. somewhere between a hurricane and a tornado. I don't know. It's not 
yeah, what a real typhoon is. I just really like the the weirdness of this character. Yeah, the radio announcer is um, unapologetic, which nope. is which is weird because Vash has no idea what a typhoon even is. I I love that because when he when he doesn't know what a typhoon is, he's like, huh. A beautiful, a beautiful being that sweeps in out of nowhere. Eh, uh, that yeah. sounds that sounds perfectly like me. Well, they're <laughs> him and Wolfwood. Yeah, I'm you didn't cool. do it. Okay, I'm cool. Uh, are eating red ham spaghetti? I guess. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah well, listen to no, the stuff on the radio. It is a weird plate of spaghetti, but not unappetizing. It looks kind of tasty. Do you think it's like tofu in it or something or ketchup? It looks like cut up hot dogs. Made out of ketchup. Now, cut-up hot dogs in mac and cheese is really good. Oh, yes, yes it is. So, I don't, I don't know about cut-up hot dogs in, in spaghetti, though. I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but it's... No. I not, mean, yeah. You've had better, not something I'd go to a restaurant worse. for. I mean, well, I mean, you get, like... There's, like, a such thing that you get, like, sausage <laughs> in, like, your... So, like, I guess... Yeah, but those would, were, like... Those weren't sausage, like, Italian sausage. Yeah, they kind of yeah. look like chunks of, like, ham steak. That's what I'm saying. You know, they just walked in, like, hey, uh, the way to walk... Or, they walk in, guy's like, what do you want? How special? Boom! Red spaghetti with hot dogs. Enjoy! <laughs> they should have added that scene, because that would have, one, explained what the fuck it is, and two, it would have been a great bit. I wonder if that's not supposed to be some kind of Japanese food that we just don't recognize. As possible. A permutation of ramen? I bet you. No. I bet you, Superfan Matthew, will tell us exactly what was on that plate when we drop this episode. I hope so. I really hope so, too. Please, please, yes, please, please, school us, Matthew. We don't know shit. We're really bad at our job. And speaking of not knowing things, Wolfwood tells Vash more of this feud story between the the Polo and the Freeze families. How does he know this? I don't know. Over the wolf, because he's senpai and he knows everything. Anyway, they're arguing over the rights to a satellite. Yeah, I don't know. What's Again, going on. I think it's the radio station. Okay, so they're fighting over the rights of the asshole disc jockey. Is this, guy like, is this guy like Howard Stern is just making money hand over fist? Apparently. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. Uh, Bubble Booey, Bubble Booey, Howard Stern's penis. Here's the here's the important thing. Why didn't Vash and Wolfwood do a Lady in the Tramp thing? That would have been great. But with their butts? <laughs> no. <laughs> Callback. No. I love Preacher. I know That you was do. two episodes ago. Yes, it was. He, he, he's been waiting for that moment. Uh, he has. For, for two a, episodes. For, for, for exactly two weeks. Exactly. No, no, <laughs> no time shorter or longer. longer. <laughs> uh, a girl who was a distant cousin of the Freeze was murdered. Okay. So we get that bit of information. Wolfwood wants to bail before things get shitty. You really have paid more attention to this episode than I did, and I've seen it twice today. I don't remember this conversation at all. What, they're talking about the family? Yeah. Yes. Like, well, this was my episode. I had to watch it over. So, like, I, yeah. I, yeah, I, Wolfwood, Wolfwood does I watch this very slow and carefully. But but this tells you something, that this is so convoluted and, and, boring. That, and boring that, yeah. like, my brain tuned out as I was watching right. it. No, it, it took multiple goes to, for it's me to actually write this down. It's very boring. Okay. It, it, it's hard to get through. Yeah. Uh, Wolfwood wants to bail before things get shitty. Uh, and, of course, Vash is all sad about it. Mm-hmm. And while they're talking, Vash disappears during a monologue and leaves Wolfwood with the check. <gasps> Kurt Dickasama! Um, actually, one of my favorite lines is, is, you know, I had my doubts that you were human. Yeah. But a- now... You're a full-on cat. Yeah, the, the specific line is, I've always had my suspicions that you're no mere mortal, but I never imagined you were actually a cat. And it's just the way he said it, he pauses before he right. says a cat. And, and they like, just hear, what the hell am I talking and about? And they just hear, meow. It's great. It's I didn't even fantastic. write that conversation down because I knew you'd fill it in. Thanks. Appreciate it. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. 
So we got the Vash who comes in to get a job with Max Simon. This Apparently is, an old friend. And we, yeah. get, we get an overly stereotyped black guy who says, I didn't say you could come in here, streetworm. That yeah, was, that was... That was a little weird. I, I, I At least he didn't say Jive Turkey. I think that might be the first black person we've seen in the entire Trigun. In the entire history of anime? No. no I'm, I'm kidding. God, look at Mr. Popo. That's kind of what I was thinking, too, which is an awful stereotype in oh, its own right. Yeah. But, and Jinx. And Jinx. Um, actually, for anime, this is a pretty good portrayal. Never mind. Yeah, fair. Um, <laughs> it's just bad dubbing again. We cut to... Marilyn Millie mm-hmm. enjoying a sand steamer ride, which predictably gets hijacked. Yeah, I love the yeah. callback. I love this. It's actually one of my favorite parts of the whole episode because they're like, ah, oh, this is great. Remember the last time we were on this and how we got hijacked? Yeah, that was bad. And then two seconds later, the door gets kicked open. <laughs> Put your hands up and they're like, oh, not oh, again. Not again. What, what's that noise? What's that? What? I hear something coming. What, what do you hear? Brick card. Ah! <laughs> Welcome to the Break Card. My name is Andy, and I want to thank you once again for all of your continued support on listening to our show. Last week, we ran into some recording issues, as we talked about at the top of this episode. I hope you guys are still enjoying the Pokemon Generations reviews. Ray and I have about four more episodes to get through. Well, eight episodes of the show, four episodes, and we do two at a time. And we'll be releasing those pretty soon as we go through the next several months. Speaking of the next several months, May, June, July... If you want to help support us for as little as a single dollar on Patreon, we are going to release bonus episodes on the main feed for every new patron that we get from those three months. So, you know, if you become a patron during that time, uh, we'll release our regular episode and a bonus episode, two episodes in a single week. So if you're looking for some extra content to listen to to get you through your summer uh, definitely help us out to help support the show. It costs us quite a bit of money to record this and to get it out there to you and keep all that going. So we'd very much appreciate that. That's patreon.com slash tuning Japanese. Don't forget to check out the Questionable Endeavor Network, questnnetwork.com, and join a couple of different things while you're there. Number one, get onto our Discord. You can go and chat with some people from the network and other fans. We'd really appreciate you doing that. Also, don't forget to sign up for the free newsletter. We release a newsletter every couple of months with the latest news and information about all of our podcasts. So go check that out. I don't have much else for you this week. I hope you guys enjoyed this review, and I will catch you in the next break card. See ya. Uh, We come back with the girls and everyone else tied up. This is, again, a guy with his good reasons to do his stuff. Yeah. Whatever. Uh... Vash comes in to see if friend, a meteorologist, apparently, he knew 10 years ago. Yeah, um, I can't remember his name. Max uh, Simon. Is it Max Simon? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I didn't actually see... Holy shit, I did not see his uh, entry from the episode. That sucks. Kaboom! The sand steamer crashes <laughs> into what I think was a satellite. Radio station. <laughs> we get yeah. an idea. Yeah, the, the guy out the uh, the radio announcer guy says, "Holy cow! A monster idiot just crashed the sand steamer into my exalted place of work. I've heard of people falling asleep at the wheel, but this is ridiculous." Nice. Best character of this episode. And the hijackers announce they're the Freeze family who smashed into the station and have taken the fourth son hostage. They are demanding. That's the one who was alive, right? Yes, yeah, later. Mm-hmm. Okay. They are demanding the head of the pole family in three days, and if they don't get it, they don't promise Slater's safety. 
And Vash basically, when he hears this, says, uh, is told by Max whatever, uh, Maxfield Stanton, mm-hmm. that, uh, <laughs> see, I did there. I did. That, uh, basically the guy would never be able to make it in three days. So, of course, Vash, uh, being Vash, decides, I'm gonna save people with violence. This was poor planning on the Freeze family's part. It really was. Or they had no plans of actually. Yeah, maybe they gave an, a completely uh, bullshit plan so because they knew they knew they couldn't actually meet the requirements. But what, well, yeah, because the one guy wants to murder the kid. Right. I still think murdering the head of the family would work too, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Vash is going to head out to help, like you said. Yep. Uh, but the group is planning to kill the kid and escape using the typhoon. So yeah, they, they just this was all set up to kill the kid. Yep. Uh, the girls escape with a rather convoluted series of nut kicks and shooting with their feet. This, this whole thing is so fucked up. So, uh, like, so at first they, like you had mentioned just a second ago, they ask about who, the, like, what what this typhoon is, and then Meryl starts going, "Ha ha, Millie, it's that kind of typhoon." Even though Millie didn't say anything about typhoons, uh-huh. just to kind of get the guy to like pay Look attention. And then she nuts him. And then, which is not, which has, might have a completely different. Yeah, <laughs> kicks him in the nuts. I, I want to be very specific. It's not the Brad method of escape. <laughs> Rochambeau's him. Yes, <laughs> and uh, then we get a, a really complex scene where she where she kicks the luggage where the giant gun is in somehow, yep. and it bounces all the way back across the room. She catches it with her feet and then shoots it with her feet. I think Meryl shot it with her feet while. Her foot while Meryl while Millie was bouncing it with her feet. It was way too much. It was yeah. And then like okay, they knock him out, and then they're like, what? "Yeah, we're tied up. Somehow we're gonna get untied." You yeah. Know, and they... a couple of the generic baddies decide they want to uh, do some raping. Yeah. Which is like the good old days of the show. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. We, we, we go you back know, to the classic days. You know, their escape attempt probably would have been a lot more um, simplistic if they just used a Rube Goldberg machine. They pretty much did. Know. Vash Naga knocks the rapists and disarms a couple of other thugs. Max name drops Vash to scare them off. Mm-hmm. Yay! Smart. Smart yep. tactic. Mm-hmm. The bridge all shit their pants, finding out that Vash is on the ship. Uh, but the mysterious bad guy leader type of this is not really worried. Yeah. Yes, that's uh, Mr. Luard. Voiced by... His first name is Thor. That's badass! Yeah. Who I... names their kid Thor? That's so cool! Mr. Luard. Voiced by... Mungo. Alfred Thor. Mango. Whatever. Guy's last name is Thor. That's pretty badass. That's pretty cool. No, it's cool as his first name was Thor, but... Yeah, I I knew Thor was in there somewhere. <laughs> when you said whatever, do you, that I, I just got that because... Well, you probably didn't mean it, but uh, they added Doug to Hulu. Nice. So I was watching that, and I just... I when reliving it a little bit, and the neighbor, Mr. Dink, always says, Whatever! Like, <laughs> that, <laughs> that reminded that, me that of that. That is very expensive. Yeah, very expensive. No, no. Very expensive. <laughs> He, I, I have a theory that he's a pervert. No, I totally thought he touched kids. And yeah, because like he's, like, there was like a scene Hold early on. No, I was, just, I was just about to say exactly the same thing. Like I he, totally thought Mr. Dink was. I, touching I never, kids. I never got that. But like, I got, I'm getting it this time. No, even like, as a kid, I thought that. Like Doug is out there in the yard. He comes out, he's like with a video camera from the bushes. Yeah, it's like, no, absolutely. He's like, oh, I'm just taking pictures of the lawn. I'm like, just taking <laughs> pictures of the lawn, Douglas. <laughs> like, oh God, and that and, orgasm was very expensive. <laughs> Would be if he gets caught. Yeah, oh my god! <laughs> I'm inside and watch the video, Douglas. Oh no! Very expensive. <laughs> Very expensive. No, I. I want to do Douglas. Doug Douglas. I want to do a Doug cast. That'd be so great. All right. Nick, Nick Tunes in general. Mm, that would be a lot of fun. 
Uh, Vash sings his song about killing everyone to scare the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. mysterious bad guy has his number and won't negotiate. Yeah. That was kind of a weird... Yeah, yeah, that whole song, you know... Well, not that... just the song, like like the talking. He's all like, I can just kill everybody. He's like, no, you won't. Okay, we won't negotiate. I'll play your game now. Kaboom. It was... Yeah. The, it was very stilted dialogue that didn't match up. I'll probably play the song in either the... the first bumper or the last bumper. Yeah, I'm sure you uh, will. Because, because it is really good. The lyrics actually are kind yeah, of interesting. But- One of the thugs fires a rocket because yeah. that's a way to handle the situation. That's a, really, that's a bad way to handle this. Hey, I'm going to kill I'm gonna kill this guy for sure and all of us. And then Bash l- l- jumps back. Straight up Pele kicks it. Fucking boots it. It's great. Yeah. Then Vash just goes straight up fucking buffalo crazy with his gun on these guys. Uh-huh. Right. Are they dead? Well, they can't do math anymore, that's for sure. Oh, oh damn. God. The Freeze family head is all that's left with the hostage. And he's glad he just gets to kill the kid who, we learn, killed his daughter, the distant cousin. So now it's all come full. full so I guess circle. he's not right. a Freeze family head, he's just the head of this group of the Freeze family. Right, heads. right, right. So when they go to that flashback and you see the um, what's left of the daughter Eileen, there's no pants. So did she get... Raped and murdered. Probably. Possibly. Dark. But we don't necessarily know that. I mean, we just know the guy who, the coroner does a really bad job covering the body. He's like, oh, I can't get this over her whole body. Well, dude, if you turn it the other way, it'd be long enough to fit over her legs. <laughs> right, right. Dumb shit. shit. So we basically have a payback plot. Yeah. So it's revenge. It's all, revenge. All which we've had, we've had yeah, before. Yeah, family show. feud, revenge for Lots dead relatives. Of not, a, not a real big thing. Yeah, yeah, let's face it. We're kind of running out of uh, Western motifs. Of course, Fash doesn't want the man to kill Slater and tries to stop him. First with a fist fight, and he apparently gets beaten back, beaten up. Vash gets pummeled. I have a thought on Vash accepting the beatdown. Okay. He's letting the guy get all of his frustrations out on Vash. It'd be a smart ploy. Yeah, okay, don't kill this guy. Just beat the shit out of me. I can take it. Yeah, Yeah, and then he'll maybe calm down enough that he can can talk him down. Battery Tucker's out. Yeah. He's so tired. Well, eventually he just starts to beg for the guy's life with the whole town listening over the PA system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dad can't kill the kid. Mm -hmm. And then he just starts sobbing. So we get yet another Vash saves the day through nonviolence, but this one just didn't feel like it had the effect. No. No, it didn't really do much. Because, yeah, Vash... Vash just literally goes in, takes out the goons, gets his ass kicked by a grieving father. And just keeps and screaming, then, don't do it! I, I suppose if that was Vash's plan was to get beat up in the guy's place, mm-hmm. that adds a little more weight to the episode. Yeah. But right. just he got beat up and then he cried about it. The girls are here now, safe and sound and unraped apparently. Yeah, Which is good. That's always yeah, a positive. Absolutely. Then the cavalry shows up, which we keep hearing that word. Like, that's some government agency. Yes, yeah, but we only we'll, now hear yeah, about the first it. Time we and it'll never come see up again. again. Yep. Just like Karen. Yep, and they get all the credit. Good. The DJ is glad that everyone, including himself, are safe and sound, <laughs> even though they're all idiots. <laughs> yeah, he says, you know, all 12, host- all 12 idiotic hostages, myself included. <laughs> We're set free. Yeah, it's great. I love that he throws himself in there. It's total, total radio disc jockey. Uh, uh, we end with a really fun, tender moment. <gasps> Yay, tender moments! Why don't you enumerate? And, and, uh, illuminate. And, enumerate. No, wait, yeah, enumerate. I'm I'm too tired for this. Um, so... I know English! We get a reuniting of the girls in Vash. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I was gonna say, 
we learn that the mysterious man is just a puppet of Leonoff the Puppet Master. Right, and that's the last thing we get. But before that, we get a scene where uh, you got Wolfwood saying, like, yep, we'll see you later. You know, meatball head or whatever he calls him. <laughs> meatball head. Okay. <laughs> Needle so dick. When, when, Needle yeah. dick. <laughs> so, so when did Senpai turn into Darian? <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, that's yeah, I also want to see that. Actually, uh, I want to see that. Va- makes sense. I yeah. want to see Vash's Sailor Moon, and I want to see Wolfwood as Darian. Uh, get me that or Tuxedo. Oh, oh no no no. T- tuxedo like, Senpai as Tuxedo Mask. Yes. So, so, and instead of, of course, it being the rose, it's a bullet from the uh, from the Punisher cross. That would be fun. And then he does the, the inspirational message. I love it. We get, ship it. We get this Wait. scene. Send it by air. Yeah, ship uh, it. We we get this really really cute scene where he walks off, and then Millie kind of grins and laughs, realizing, oh, Meryl's gonna be alone with Vash. Kissy face. And she walks off, and Meryl sits down next to Vash, and we get just literally only one line. And Vash being like, it's been a long time. And yeah. then we cut away to, and he was a puppet the whole time. And I was a puppet the whole time! Oh my god. I was wondering where that puppet came from. And yeah. then he reports in to Legato. Dun, dun, dun. I actually wrote bum 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 right here. Wait, what? I wrote bum 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 right here. Oh, did you? Yes, I did. Nice, let me see. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. But. And that was episode 19. <laughs> but, but, but. That was episode 19. Why? Hang fire. And, Better than hang nail. And, uh, I don't think that's true. No, I uh, really fair don't. Enough. I think also, hang, what the fuck does that mean? Hang fire? I don't know. Honestly, that has nothing to do with this episode. I'm not really sure how it connects. So, let's yeah. talk about what we think of the episode. Bill, you want to go first? This may have been the weakest episode yet. You're going to get no disagreement from me. It was slow, it was repetitive, it was uninteresting. Mm-hmm. There wasn't even, like, crazy giant mutant lady and chop put kids, and, like, <laughs> visually it was very boring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there were a few moments visually, but but for the most part, yes. There were a few moments, but not Trigun level. This may be my least favorite episode, actually. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Rube Goldberg escapes, Vash singing. Yeah, that's about it. Just the the plot really doesn't do anything. I think all it does is just gets us to place mm-hmm. and with potential thing happening with the typhoon that we'll see in the next episode and Max. That's that's all that it establishes. Everything else is like, um, we need tension. Yeah, I forgot this was a throwback to the the old two parter episodes. Yeah, this is a kind of another. It ends up being kind of like a two-parter sort of thing. It, it, this is a throwback in general because it's is, it's the old style of villains who are just sort of mm-hmm, goons and family feuds, and mm-hmm. it, it's two-part up. Epi- yeah, it's. I would say actually because the next two episodes are the two-part episode. This is like the epi- This is like the issue zero. This is kind of the setup to have everything that happens in the neck in the main e- arc. Either way, it's kind of throwback. It really is, and it's. It's it's a throwaway episode. I mean, there there really isn't anything. The only other thing that it does is it gets the girls back with Vash. After that, it's... But if you jump... Well, I suppose, yeah. That's probably the thing. I was going to say, if you jumped ahead and didn't do this episode at all... They're still not on, in, in those next two episodes. Yeah, he he's with that guy he's friends with. There's a typhoon going on. Okay, we don't need a huge explanation for that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of... It's, you know, let's face it, Little Arcadia was a better episode. That's yeah. what I was getting at when, I mean, yeah. at least you it were, has some crazy, design, yeah, crazy character designs and such. Yeah, and it makes zero sense, this episode. I think, I mean, there's a lot of things that just don't make sense in this no. episode. 
getting Millie and Meryl back is great, but then why would they send them back out into the field when they literally brought them back because they said Bernard Daly is washing their hands of Vash's stampede and is going to cover it? I think in the manga they explain it as it after being three years of him passing or you know after what happened in in Augusta, mm-hmm. new occurrences of Vash's stuff is going on. And actually, in the comic in the manga, they were there to inform Vash that he was a human disaster area to begin with. Okay. The manga differences and the uh, anime differences are very ap- apparent. In the manga, it was because after what happened in Augusta, Vash vanished. They were gone for three years, so they were going back to work. And then reports of Vash started coming back up. So they were like, hey, you're our resident e- experts on Vash. We need you back out in the field with him. Mm-hmm. And it reestablished if he's actually back out. Right. That's how it was in the manga. In the anime, it was haphazard. I think the way they explained it is they don't really explain it, but it's inferred that because they've already had prior experience with Vash, they know best how to handle him and they they need to figure out if what's going on is being caused by Vash because they're probably getting insurance complaints again. So basically, long story short, they cut out a bunch of crap. Yeah, they did. They shoehorned it in so it's there, but they cut it all out to not worry about it. I guess. It was very hand-wavy at this exactly, point. Exactly, that's what I'm getting at. It's just a hand-wave of like, okay, yeah, some stuff happened. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I agree with you guys. Not a lot that really that comes out of this episode. It is very skippable. Um, mm-hmm. Just just know that they get back with the girls, and some shit happens to do that. And you don't run, and they throw a whole bunch more city names at you. That's about all we get in this yep. episode. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so, I think uh, pretty much thumbs down from all three of us, right? It's forgettable. I, I mean, as far as Trigun, thumbs down. I mean, still... I'd rush this over a lot of anime episodes. Yeah. Because Trigun's still great. Absolutely. But yeah, I think I think just for Trigun, this was a very... Yeah. You, yeah. you could definitely skip this. Yeah. It's... it's yeah. Forget so, it. It's it's done. Thank God, though. We move on to bigger and better things, hopefully. Episode 20, next week, Flying Ship. Uh, Ooh, yeah! Nice. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. That's mine. That is a Josh episode. Woot! So, uh... I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, I guess, uh... I guess it's my turn to take us out. Right? You need a spreadsheet. I do. Mm-hmm. Or schedule something. So this has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. Today, I'm going to school you. My name is Andy. I'll whack you, mister. I'm Josh. <laughs> you probably will, too. And I'm weeping and eating piles of donuts at the same time. I'm Bill. Oh, oh God. That's he, fun times, though. It's true. It's the one time we actually see him vulnerable. Yeah. Weeping I mean, and eating donuts. Yeah. I mean, he really does love donuts. And you want to hug him when when, it do, when he does that. Dunkin' Donuts kiss my ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, bring on the Hurts, man. Bring on the Hurts. Hey, yeah, he loves them Hurts donuts. Bill's the reason why oh. Krispy Kreme went out of business in this area. I thought... That's not, no, that's not no, how that works. No, that would have been more me. But that's, no, that's not how that works. That's, no. not, how, that's not how economics works. Oh, okay. Do you even economics, bro? Nope. <laughs> Do I look like I infrastructure? No. No, you definitely don't. Let's 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 end this ridiculous recording session. <laughs> Goodbye, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I got nothing. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, 
Like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questnnetwork.com. While you're there, listen to more great podcasts like the Shadowbane Podcast, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Raw Attitude Podcast, Geek and Gamer Guild, the Slasher Sanitarium, Pwn Stars, New Blood Rising, and our newest show, Words of Geekdom. Just trying to scare you. Uh, I knew it wouldn't work.